What's up, guys? This is your girl, Coco, and I have partnered with Element Lights to bring you all the equipment you need for 10% off if you use my code. A lot of you guys are into doing makeup, making YouTube videos, doing podcasts, and we use ring lights. So they have desktop ring lights, ring lights that stand up, tripods for your cameras, a tripod to hold your phone if that's what you're using to record. But whatever you use a ring light for, Element Lights has it. So go to www.elementlights.com and use KWC10 to receive 10% off of your order today. Don't miss out on it. Hey, what's up, guys? This is your girl, Coco, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Kikian with Coco. If you are new to the show, let me tell you a little bit about it. Basically, it's about life in general with an emphasis on relationships. I have my friends, guests, or family come on the show, and we kiki about whatever the topic of the day is. And so today, I'm excited. So starting off the new year, you know, the last episode was about, you know, some men not being able to commit or why they can't. And so this week I have another male come on the show and we're going to discuss double standards. So I got my homeboy, Boy Boy Black. You want to go ahead and say what's up to the people and introduce yourself? Yeah, yeah, what's good, people? It's your Boy Boy Black 2020 podcast. Talk about it Thursdays. It's good. (laughs) So y'all show airs on Thursday, right? Well, we have shows on a little bit every day, but mine is on Thursdays. Okay. Well, I actually met him uh, through another friend who is his co-host on the podcast, right? Yeah, he do Wednesdays. Mr. Wine Down Wednesday. Shout out Casey. Yeah, shout out to Casey. Thanks for the hookup, bro. So I um, met them through Clubhouse. And so I did a couple Wind Down Wednesdays with them on Facebook Live, which was super dope. Definitely giving me a feel for what Facebook Live is. So more to come on that if I decide to do any. But now that we done got the introductions out the way, let's go ahead and get into this drink with Coco this week. So, as always, the drink is recommended by the guest, and Black has recommended a Hennessy margarita. Y'all know I love the hen dog, so. For real? Yes, Hennessy is okay. my drink. <laughs> I see you, I see you, I see you. So, um, uh, Hennessy, and I think everybody love a margarita, and they merge the two, and it's so, so good. So, why exactly did you recommend that drink? Oh, because, you know, margaritas is good, but, you know, it's kind of, like, feminine-ish. Mm-hmm. A little double standard right there, right, right? Uh, <laughs> but then, you know, you put a little Hennessy with it, you know, it's good. So you get the best of both worlds. Exactly. So I will be sure to put the ingredients in the show notes so y'all try it out. Let me know what y'all think about it. You know, hit me up on Instagram at Kikan with Coco and hashtag Drink with Coco. 
So now that we got this drink going, we're going to go ahead and get into the word on the street. So word on the street, I know a little while back, it had kind of came out that Nicki Minaj was being sued by Tracy Chapman for sampling a song of hers without permission, which I think initially they were trying to hold off on it, but somebody leaked the song and it was supposed to be on the Queen album, but somebody leaked the song and Tracy Chapman got wind of it. And so she sued Nicki Minaj because she did not ask for permission. And so recently they um, came to a settlement and settled on $450,000. So that is a lot of money. And I know a lot of people are probably like, who is Tracy Chapman? Are you familiar with Tracy Ooh, Chapman? I must, I must be old then, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't, <laughs> I don't think she, she's not young. So, yeah. and I, I wouldn't say I'm too familiar with her, but I've heard a song or two because I had a coworker that used to listen to it. And she kind of like a... She she not R and B. She more like um. She's Erica Badu before Erica Badu. But kind of like white Erica Badu. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I'm not saying that they like exactly the same carbon copy. I'm just saying like that neo soul type. Yeah. Music. Yeah. She yeah. she she kind of started that whole thing when it was unpopular when it was all about looks and great uh great vocals and she was just a um dark-skinned woman with dreads so at the time she's she's the opposite of what was popular Mm -hmm. so yeah, but I definitely think I because I know a lot of people sample songs like this is nothing new, you know, but you do have to get clearance before you release a song when you sample and stuff. And I just think somebody got a little anxious and hit the button before they were supposed to, because honestly, I feel like maybe if they had got the clearance for it. Tracy would have agreed to allow them to use it, of course, with some type of payment. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's generally probably how it happens. Well, I don't know. I think sometimes, like from an artist standpoint, well, actually, what happens is the the person who make the beat samples it. The art, the rapper might not even really know it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So they might just like the beat. But then, you know, they might find out, okay, this is a sample or whatever, so we can't just drop it like that, so we got to get it clear. Mm-hmm. And then that's probably why it didn't make the album, because for whatever the reason is, they either didn't get it clear, didn't try to get it clear, couldn't agree to get it clear, something. So it didn't go on the album. Then it leaked. And, of course, you know, if the artist be like, hey, I, I, this is familiar. This sounds like my or the person who made the original beat to whatever it is that they sample, then they probably just got wind of it and then, yeah, and sell it. I don't, I'm not familiar, which song is it? Um, let me check. Cause I, I be so disconnected from what's going on. You say you be disconnected. <laughs> yeah, to, to, to stuff like that. Like that's the first I heard of that. Like when you just said that. Oh yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I 
like I said, I had heard of it, I think, when the situation first happened, and then I just saw that they reached a settlement. Yeah. But now 450000 that's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. It's a lot of money. So that song better be a good song. It better go get a whole bunch of YouTube views <laughs> to, get, to recop the money. No, I mean, like. Right. Let me see. I'm trying to see what it is. But yeah, Tracy Chapman had, um, I think she won a bunch of awards for one of her songs. Mm -hmm. I, think the, I think the name of it was called Fast Car or something like that. Yeah, it's not saying what Tracy Chapman's song it was because I was actually looking for that when I um, when I originally looked up the article, but I don't think it said it. But the Nicki Minaj song was called "Sorry," and Nas yeah. was on it. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. but that's unfortunate because the song got leaked. But it don't even really matter because let's say she accidentally leaked it herself. You know. Well, they say uh, DJ Funkmaster Flex is the person that leaked it. So, that, that's <laughs> appropriate. Uh, so, I guess the name of the song was Baby Can I Hold You, Tracy Chapman's Baby Can I Hold You. Mm. That's the name of the song. So, I have to listen to that. So, the whole thing about, like, sampling, because sometimes they try to get away with it. Mm. Because they know, like, most people haven't heard of Tracy Chapman. Right. So they probably haven't even heard her music. Yeah, and even I even heard of Tracy Chapman, and even that song don't ring a bell off the top of my head. I might hear it and be, and you know, uh, and say, okay, that sounds familiar. Uh, one thing that makes songs catchy is uh, like if you put a familiar sound in it, like a sound that people already kind of already know, yeah, or just for some reason that you think you just vibe to it because they already, it's been sampled from something that everybody already been vibing to. That's kind of what they do to kind of make this, the music kind of catch. Right. So um, that's the real purpose of sampling, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, if you get caught, you're going to get hit with it because that's like stealing somebody's um, intellectual property. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think, I, I at least think it's good that Tracy Chapman's song, like she's being paid what what is what the song is worth, you know, for them sampling it. So I don't know if that means you get automatic clearance once you pay. No. <laughs> that much money. No, you paying for damages, like for that's what those are for damages. Like and then they also do that to kind of like scare people from doing it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like um, the song probably not worth four hundred fifty. Like this four hundred fifty thousand she getting is probably like I don't know. I'm speculating, but I'm sure that's a at the time when she made her album. I don't think she made that much off the album. If she did, it's like it would be half that amount. You know what I mean? So yeah. I mean, like, so it's kind of discouraged people from doing that. So it's just really for damages. But no, you still got to get it cleared. Mm. Still got to get it clear. But, you know, what happens is they'll come to a settlement and say, okay, you could use it now. Yeah. Or or, or if the artist really is like, I don't want it, I don't want you to sample it. Then mm -hmm. you have to either speed it up or do something different uh, so it don't sound so similar. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, makes sense. And now, 
Nicki Minaj, Nicki Minaj is paying four hundred fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> But for for somebody else's mistake, because I think she already knew. And I want to say someone else's mistake just because she wasn't the one who leaked it. Yeah. How many views does it have? It better have over a million views so she can get a check off of it. Right. She can definitely get some money off that if she did. Yeah. If it did. Oh, well, it's on the YouTube. Two hundred thirty-four thousand. How long has it been out? Two months. Mm. Then it's another one that's probably just a, a snippet of it, maybe. Well, it's it's the official lyric video, so it's not the actual video, but she better do it. it's she got one hundred seventy-six thousand views. Yeah, she better do a video to it. <laughs> and have Tracy Chapman in it. <laughs> right. Facts. Well, but I feel like if you want to sample somebody's stuff, you should go to the artist and have, let them be on the song mm-hmm. in some way. If it ain't yeah. even nothing but producing, help producing it. That's mm-hmm. like you should collab. If you have if like if you have fondness for someone's um um art like that, you should collab with them. Yeah. That's what I would think as from artist to artist, but you know. I, I would agree like, as well. Tripping. Well, Nicki Minaj gotta pay that money and Tracy Chapman is being rewarded handsomely. So right. shout out Tracy. to Tracy Chapman for her four hundred and fifty thousand dollar come up. <laughs> right. And go listen to her music. I'm sure it's on YouTube. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure it's on YouTube for sure. Yeah, she nice. So, now that we done kind of got a little pop culture out the way, we gonna get into some some real-world events, like Capitol Hill being bum-rushed by them Trump supporters. <laughs> political. We gonna get political. <laughs> they bum-rushed the spot? Huh? They went and bum-rushed the spot? They went and bum-rushed that thing, but... I feel like I'm sure they assembled prior to bum rushing. So I feel, and I don't, it probably was no like just random situation. I'm sure this was like, I feel like somebody had to know that this protest, protest, air quotes, was some some type of organized. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody had to know that this was going to pop off and they did not have proper security at the building. Like they, I feel like they just kept their normal security versus like amping up the security that day. You think, you think, you think they knew prior that they were going to do it or not I mean like the white house or like, you think they already knew or the people that did it? I've, I'm not saying like they knew. And when I say they, I mean, Whoever, whoever you notify when you do a protest or something over in that area, you know what I'm saying? I don't think Capitol like Hill, is, but like you had, like normally you have to get your protest or whatever approved before you do it. No. Uh, oh yeah, I don't know. I don't think it was one of them type situations. But then again, like I said, I'll be detached because I didn't even know what was going on when it was going on. Somebody had to literally tell me like, no. 
turn on the TV, look yeah, on it was CNN, the same. and like, look and see what's going on. And I'm like, they running through the Capitol building? Like, like running through it, running through it? They like, yes, they got people sitting in the chairs and everything. I'm like, what? All right, so I go turn on there, and sure enough, they yeah. out there like, so I'm thinking they knew ahead of time they was going to hit the spot. Capitol Hill didn't know. Like, I mean, really, it's always strength in numbers, right? Mm -hmm. So if you have more in numbers and then you rush the spot, even if they start shooting, they're not going to be able to overtake everybody. So they would have to bring more people in. So they just got overtook, you know, and... That's but when Black Lives Matter go and do their protests, they had everybody and their mama out there. Because we predictable. We're predictable. See, the thing, the difference between us and them, they will plan it out, have a day, execute us. We see something on TV, get upset. They already know we about to hit the street. It's not a rocket science. Like, it's not rocket science. We, we really hella predictable. That was unpredictable. It was right. unpredictable, but how we act and how they acted is different. Okay. No, I don't, yeah, I guess. I mean, like, but if we would have, if we would have got in there without being shot, oh yeah. You tell, they would have towed up the spot for us, yo, it would have been worse. It would have been worse. It would have been worse, I promise you. You think that one dude was walking out of there with just that little, Podium oh, yeah. <laughs> thing. Foes walking out of there with 1780 pictures from 1776. It'd have been the Lincoln picture. It'd have been all man. We'd have told that thing. <laughs> yeah, it would have got so up, but I just don't feel like we would have. I I don't feel like BLM protesters would actually try and bum rush inside the building. You know what I'm saying? It, even if we weren't given, like, even if they didn't call the National Guard and, you know, the SWAT team and all that to be out there with the tear gas and all that type of stuff, I don't think they would try and run run through the building. Yeah. No, I don't. I just think they got caught off guard and they didn't know what to do. And, of course, they ain't going to treat them as bad as they treat us. But, you know, it was just, it was shocking to me. I was like, I've never witnessed nothing like this in my life. Yeah, I was like, I ain't never seen nothing like this before. But I ain't yeah, never seen home. nothing like shut the whole country down for three quarters of a year either. So, I mean, like, at this point, anything goes. True. I'm like, what, what's that uh, one movie where the, the White House get White House down or something like that? Oh, yeah, I ain't see it, though. <laughs> yeah, I don't I'm like, like watching. I don't like watching the kind of movies and stuff. I don't like watching that kind of stuff because I feel like if you make a movie based on that, with you conditioning you us for something like that to happen. So yeah, I don't know. I'm weird like that, but that's why I don't really get caught up in those. Like I don't. Yeah, so I'm just thinking like. Besides the movies, I've never seen nothing like that. Not in real life. Yeah, that was that was insane. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I, I guess they're catching some of them now, right? Yeah, yeah. A, a lot of them are um, getting arrested now. For what? What's it, what's it gonna arrest them for? How long are they gonna do in jail? I don't know. Maybe about what? Less than a year. Probably so. Not even that. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I'm probably sure. I'm sure that probably was fun, though. You said you sure it was fun. <laughs> if, if I was just going to be lawless, that's where I would want to be doing it at, right there, going crazy. Yeah, I I agree. It it probably was fun, but I would not do it. I personally would not do anything like that. Just for fear of my life, I'm all for the self-preservation. I'm not going to jail for nobody, and I'm not dying. I mean... Yeah. Me neither. Me neither. I'm the same way. And unless they send me to war, I ain't dying. <laughs> I feel it. Yeah. So I and I like honestly, I I'm I'm not saying I support what happened at all, but I do definitely think it takes guts to to get out there and do something like that. And them people when they believe what they believe, they're gonna fight for it. Definitely. They, they, just, they, they, like for real, for real. Yeah, but like, I we do need think to learn. We need to learn. We need to learn from that de- that level of dedication, though, for real. Like, but then again, at the same time, what do they accomplish at the end of the day? I don't know. Nothing, because Trump is still not going to be president. We're <laughs> twentieth. <laughs> Right, right, but he got a lot of he got a lot of influence to have people do that though. That that's incredible to me. Because mm-hmm. I don't think if Barack was like, "Yo, they be tripping in there, y'all. Let's rush to the Capitol." We're gonna be like, <laughs> "All right, all right, let's show up at what time? We gonna show up? We gonna show up at at nine? All right, we are gonna show up at about ten thirty, and then we ain't gonna run up in there. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna be like, they gonna shoot us." <laughs> right. <laughs> so that's a lot of influence to be able to do that. It is, but like I said, they little display is not gonna keep that man in office any longer. Y'all did not keep the um the electoral college vote or whatever they was doing, like recounting the the votes, whatever they was doing. Y'all did not stop the process because once the building was back secure. They went back to counting the vote, and Trump still did not win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, but they be having big plans. So I don't know. This could be one piece of twenty moves. So you never know. That man might go back, try to come around for president again, and them people really rise up and be like, "Okay, we really gonna vote him in," just like they voted him out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I said, I don't put nothing past none of that. Yeah. Well, as of right now... But let's just cross our fingers and all that. Cub J, we're at 20th. Hey, Joe. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> you ready? Yeah, I don't even know about him, but we'll take it. Like I said, I think at this point, the country is ready for some morality. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, sure. yeah, so I, I definitely say... The, the Capitol Hill situation was something unexpected, something I feel like I've seen so many things in my lifetime that you would never think would be possible. So, um, you know, let, let's, yeah, just, let's just pray that the rest of 2021 gets better and 
you know, some some of this craziness can die down. Right. Yeah. Oh, I'm in agreement with you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> but we're gonna go ahead and get into the hot cup of cocoa. So in this week's Hot Cup of Cocoa, we are talking about double standards. So I know we have all grown up, you know, saying girls don't do this, boys do this, or boys don't do this, girls do this. You know what I'm saying? And so a lot of that has, you know, grown with us as we have grown you know like carry yourself like a lady don't act like a man it's inappropriate for you to dress this way but a man can do this or you know just just all these types of things and so I kind of wanted to discuss it um today with black and just you know get into it and maybe we can help change change some of the perspectives right yeah, you said a you said a lot of you said a mouthful right there because um, that's kind of like how it is right now. A spaghetti of things because you were told this, now you're told you can kind of do this, and then you kind of co-mingle them. And how does that all sort out? Mm-hmm. So you said a mouthful right there for sure. <laughs> so I think one of the biggest stigmas is that. Men can sleep around, but women can't. And oh, I know, huh? <laughs> I said, "Oh, we just got to it. Huh? We jumped in the ocean." <laughs> we okay, gonna go. go we gonna go ahead and just jump into it and let the conversation take us where it may. Okay, for sure. So yeah, so men can sleep around, but women can't. Like, what? What's your thoughts? Well, I mean, like, my first thought, of course, is, like, you think about just natural, just being a uh, human instinct, uh, where the man, the male species go out and create tribes, clans, or whatever, packs, or whatever, where there's the female, she don't have a bunch of different fathers or whatever of their cubs or whatever so um so i just think naturally the instinct of like men going to seek and quote unquote hunt for that uh, is kind of like where it stems from um but when i hear that i'm like why i mean yeah why would a woman like y'all naturally the way y'all attach to men is on an emotional level, so that means it has to be a deeper bond, like deeper than a superficial bond. Uh, so why break that threshold several times? Because then eventually it doesn't become a threshold. And then for men, they just, uh, they can go out and have a relationship and have sex with a woman and don't even know her name. I mean, I hate to say that, but don't even know her name. Uh, have no attachment and do it to her friend if she cute and let him, you know? And I understand that that probably ain't right, but we're just talking about instinct, just regular instinct before you throw the moral 
compass and a moral code into it. So I think that's where it all really stems from. So I feel like if a woman is actually, I feel like if any person is in an actual relationship, you should be committed to your person unless y'all discuss otherwise. You know what I'm saying? But if a woman is single, just like a man that's going to play the field and do him, he going to have his girl that he want to just mess around with, have his girl that maybe, you know, maybe he a businessman, he take this woman to business type functions. You know what I'm saying? Like he's going to have a woman for almost everything that he needs in his life. Would you agree or disagree? I mean, because he's going to have multiple women and each woman, is it has to be bringing something different to the table. Yeah, but I, yeah, I see all, I don't, yeah, okay, I agree with that. Okay. Because I just didn't want to make the correlation because I was about to be like, women got, but I hate to be that person that be like, uh, we talking about men, we ain't talking about women. So yeah, I'm going to agree with that, yeah. Okay. Now, and this is this is a man who is single. I'm mm-hmm. talking about a man who is single. Okay, for sure. Now, a woman who is single should be mm-hmm. able to have the same type of relationships. And yeah, I do yeah. think that women can date multiple men and either not include sex in it, or if she does, she done outlined it to maybe this person is who I'm sleeping with. You know, this person is is fun to hang out with. It's nice to go out and do things with, you know, this person, dinner dates, you know, a, a man for, for a purpose. Mm-hmm. Right. There we go. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is the same thing. It, it is the same thing, except for the fact that maybe a woman, she might hit one out of them five. The dude, if he got the opportunity, he going to hit like four out of them five. Mm-hmm. And she might hit two out of the five. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, but the thing about it is now what happens is like she got an emotional connection with two dudes. Like an emotional connection with two dudes. Unless you're telling me uh, now that women like have no emotional attachment when they have sex with you. With you. Like y'all got a switch y'all can turn on and off. So you don't, so you saying you don't think women can have sex without emotions? No, I'm not saying y'all can't. I'm saying like more times than not, when you do, it creates more confusion than not. That's what I think. And it's no different than a dude. Like if a dude, a dude can hit a woman, a few women and don't really have an emotional attachment, but if he keep doing it and he keep doing it and he keep doing it with multiple ones, he's going to, form a, a emotional attachment to him and then that's gonna create a problem then why you think he got a main chick and a side chick but the side chick be alone for a long time it don't be several different side chicks it'd be like one side chick on there for a while like a, a parallel relationship because mm-hmm. now he caught now he caught in the middle okay so i i agree that that happens you know maybe a man don't necessarily deal with multiple women maybe it's just like okay this is my main chick and then this is my side chick or whatever like that 
me personally, I have never been in a situation where it was like, okay, this is my main dude and then this is my side dude. Like, I'm just, now mentally, I'm not wired for that. Right, because you were, right. Like, most women is not wired for that. Because I think, and now in this instance, I feel like when you talk about main chick and side chick, we talking about cheating. You know what I'm saying? And no. No, we're assuming that they're single still. Let's just say, let's just assume that they're single. I have one that I mainly talk to all the time, and when she get on my nerves, I got another one over here that don't get on my nerves as much, like whatever. And then, <laughs> then you run it like that. I'm just saying, y'all can be single, and that's how that works. It don't have to be relationship dynamic. Mm. It's, we, we talk about just the state of the mind of the person that's doing that. Like, why would you want to be with multiple people? That's what we're ju trying to justify. Like, why can't women date like men? Basically is what we're asking. Mm -hmm. Because we're men. And y'all women. But <laughs> I do I, think that women can do it. You, all right, you can. But now can you deal with the repercussions with that? Can you take the emotional... Um, the emotional residual outcome of that can you do it i mean like because men don't compare men i'm telling you once they they're not tripping like that they're not that's why they're able to move on like that i think i can do the i think i can do just sex with no emotions but to have somebody in the picture that's like consistent you know what i'm saying like i can i can do it for a while you know yeah. what I'm saying? Without emotions. But I think, I think as long as you keep it to just that, it can stay emotionless. Yeah, but then what happens when he catches feelings? Then that's when you got to cut him out. <laughs> right. But then, yeah. So, yeah. But then do you do that? Yeah. Of course, that's what should happen. But do that, is that what happens? You cut him off for a couple months. Start messing with somebody else. They don't hit that spot like he hit it. Then you go on a baby drought. Then he hits you. Then you jump back in it again because you're like, I don't really have a bunch of feelings. Then the feelings come back a little bit. It's a whole K-Muzz game. That's an emotional game. Like, dudes, I'm telling you, dudes don't move like that. So if y'all want to do that, y'all not going to do it the exact same way we're doing it. You could do the action the same like us, but... The way we go about it, the way we process it, all that is going to be different. There, this, this is going to be different because we look at things different. Mm. Well, I have no problem with cutting somebody off. Like if I know <laughs> we we just doing this, I can keep it at just this. But if it comes to a point where I'm getting tired of you, or maybe something is not occurring the way I want it to occur, then I can be like, good day. Right, right. As most women probably could, where most men at that point probably can't. Mm -hmm. That's why, that's what I'm saying. The way we process it is different. The way we process it is different. That's why women, I believe, that's why women get mad when they find out that they're being cheated on. They want to know, was this a one-time thing or was this like a several month type thing? Because then as soon as you say he did it several times, the first thing going to be in her mind going to be like, oh, well, that was a relationship. Right. 
So, so that's what I was saying. So, so the way we process that is all different. Like the action is the same, but the but everything that happens after that is going to be different. I'm telling you, it's going to be different. If we process it like this, y'all process it like that. But now, if the outcome, it depends on what is your outcome, what, what is your end goal in being able to date multiple men as a woman? What's your end goal? I think it depends. So if a woman is solely dating to, you know, end in marriage, then I think she's going to date a few just to kind of like, you know, see which one is the best fit. Mm-hmm. Now, if you ain't dating for real, for real, and you just, you know, then it just is what it is. Yeah, I agree with that. If you're gonna, if you're gonna be out there, yeah, I agree with that. Me personally, we was talking about like the norm. Maybe I was talking about the norm. Me personally, like I don't even like. I assume that's what's happening. I assume that she's like. I will never know. Even if she told me, she's not gonna tell me everything, so I would never know. So really, I don't even really trip on it. So, um, but then when you talk about in a relationship aspect, I don't. I think women kind of. I don't know. I don't know because I don't know. I think they say women cheat as much as men do. So, but I, I'm kind of prone to think that women can turn that down more than men can, and we have a hard time turning that down. As men generally, the want to cheat, the 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 want the need to want to have new or multiple partners. Okay, now I think that women do know how to curb that. You know what I'm saying more than men do. But if a woman does cheat, I I will have to agree with any man that says they cheating because it's something they're not getting at home. Oh, you, you're definitely the minority that think that. Yeah. I I will say that because I've been that person before. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Cheating because I was not getting what I wanted from the person I was in a relationship with. You know what I'm saying? So I'm speaking from my personal experience, but mm. I genuinely feel like if a woman cheats, it's because she is lacking something at home. Well, see, that's the hard thing because when you cheat, that's a choice you made. I mean, regardless you make the decision what, to regardless, do it. regardless of what the other person did to you. But I agree with you. I think that if you're in a relationship and you're deficient in something, you're going to have a propensity to go find it somewhere, even if it's on purpose, on accident. It don't even matter. And then it kind of happens that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and then I feel like ha- that's when the emotional. The I think that's when the factor of a woman having emotions tied to the situation come into play. Right. So when she cheat, she jumped in waist deep. When a dude, a dude, when he ain't getting something at home, he can go get it from somewhere else, but he's not probably going to get emotionally tied to that unless unless he keep going home and this person getting worse with the thing that he's getting over there and then he leaves or get caught or whatever and end up with this person, they'd be uglier. And you'd be like, why are you with that ugly girl? Well, because he used to be able to talk to her or get oral when you didn't do neither. (laughs) But yeah, so I think 
in a when it comes to relationship like being in the relationship that's when i like i said that's when i think a woman is more prone to sleep with somebody because of an emotional attachment versus, right but but that's always present like women yeah, just can't do it without emotions y'all can't yeah so so then can you so then can you so if you're not getting something from your significant you cheat on your significant can you cheat with your on your significant with that same person without having an emotional attachment and i think that go ahead my bad no finish i was because i was about to say i don't think women could do that most of the time and that's where men probably have the problem at right there. That's why they can't take what we give y'all. Like when we find out y'all cheating, we feel like we didn't got shot like 20 times. <laughs> but, then, but then we could cheat on the same woman 20 times. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, uh, so that's why it's different because men know that in order for her to do that, she probably like about to leave him. Like a dude could cheat on this woman with no intention to leave her. None. Mm. That's why I'd be thinking like that. Well, I say, huh? I said, not all, just most. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't necessarily. Now, so the conversation I had with the guy who was on last week, he was saying, like, you know, cheating is a hard thing to come back from. You know, the, the relationship will never be the same. No, the relationship won't be the same, but I feel like if a woman, you know, finds out her man been cheating on her, on her, she's more willing to take him back than a man is to take the woman back. Now, for me, if it if it was a one-time slip up, I could see myself being like, "All right, we can get past this." But now if you cheating on me all the time, like you just need something new, whatever the case may be, then like you said, that's when I would have to be like, good day. Because right. apparently I'm not what you want. I'm not giving you something. Yeah, but it ain't even about you. They just have a lack of ability to commit. It ain't even about you. They can get exactly what they want and still do the same thing because of their lack of ability to commit. It has nothing to do with you. Well, they can opinion. figure that shit out. They can go figure that shit out on their own. Good day. Right. Peace out. Right. right. Yeah, right. so. As you should. Mm-hmm. And that goes for both men and women. So do you think a man should forgive a woman if she cheat one time? Of course. Of course. Well, for, well, there's a process. It's not like you just forgive it. And this is probably the process. The process is like, all right, your girl cheated. What did I do? What did I bring to the table that put her in the space or could I put her in the space to have her looking for something else somewhere else? Let's look into that first. And then once I find that out and see what that is and then try to correct that behavior and then if it's something else and then something else like you say then like it's not me it's you so Mm -hmm. you do your due diligence with yourself first and this is how all relationships should work in any situation like in any argument like but i know people don't approach it like this 
but they shouldn't. They'd be like, well, okay, this is what I did in that situation. Let me make this correction. Let me see if that makes a difference. And if it don't, then it's them. That's why you got to put in the work. It's not a fast uh, type um, solution. You got to take time with this. That's why I take commitment. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's kind of how that should go before mm-hmm. you just leave. Yeah. So I know in a prior conversation that we was having, we was talking about how women or should a woman with children expect to be with a high value man? Uh-oh. <laughs> so first give me your thoughts do you think a woman with children should have the opportunity to be with a high value man to answer to answer that question yes or no is yes of course any person can be with any person that they want that they feel like they want my question is, are you doing the things to get what that said person wants? That's all it boils down to. Like, mm-hmm. if you want a man that makes six figures and you want to be able to not to work and then go have all these luxuries of life and have the red carpet treatment and all that, well, find out what them people want, what them type of men want so you can be in that circle and see if you get chose. That's how that works. Like, that's what anything. If you want to be a lawyer, I guess what? you got to go to some college and then you got to go to a law school, not medical school. You know what I'm saying? I don't care how you feel like you could do this on YouTube University or whatever. you got to go through certain things. If you do those same things when it comes to your career, do those same things when it comes to your relationship. If you want a, a, a middle-of-the-road type dude, you're not tripping up that. You want a high-character guy and all that, and you ain't tripping on money and you still could be submissive to him and all that other stuff. Well, do what it takes to find them kind of dudes and have that kind of conversation. That's all it boils down to for me. Like you can you can define high value as you want. People just upset because Kevin Samuels is naming it like the top ten percent of men that all these women say they want. They say they want a, a six-figure dude. They say they want to be able to work if they want to. They say they want all these things. And what do those people want? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I agree that a woman with children should be able to date someone that is of high value. And that mean, that just means whatever is high value to her. You know? What's high value to her? Yeah. Because maybe she's not looking for a six-figure dude. You know what I'm saying? Right. Maybe her high value is someone of high moral standards, someone that's family-oriented, someone that knows how to make or wants to make a family unit work. You know what I'm saying? Because you're already, you already got a family because you got these kids already. You know what I'm saying? So if you're going to be with somebody, I feel like this somebody needs to accept your kids as well. And fresh out the gate, no, I wouldn't jump into the situation like, oh, I'm going to be a step parent. You know what I'm saying? But once you make it to the point where you like, okay, I want to be in a relationship with this woman, then that's when you need to make the decision on whether you want to deal with them kids or not. Yeah, well, that's what we got to look into. We don't really talk about that a whole lot, but... um, Because I know if a man got kids, 
nobody is like, I mean, I mean, a lot of women tell their kid, they do it as like, don't be with no man, they got kids. But, and I think that's all well and fine to say, but at this point, everybody having kids. Everybody, either some, either you got kids from a previous relationship, you've been married and divorced and you got kids, like some of everybody got kids. So it's just like, regardless of if that person has children or not, can he be the man that you need him to be? But we don't talk about that. We just ex- expect for women to accept men with children. Well, well, the dynamic is not the same, though. And that's, and that's the whole thing. Everybody want to look at things as if they're the same. Like, there's a difference between dating a man that has children and he's not the primary custodial parent versus where you go see a woman where most of the time she is the primary custodial parent. So the child is always with her. So that dynamic already is different. Just we're not gonna we're not gonna quantify if it's good, bad, or indifferent. I'm just saying that it's just different in the sense that the way this person can move is different than the way this person can move. So it's gonna be different off the top. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's different. So the thing about high value men, like. Like one thing, one thing that is is a bad connotation is it's because you're a high value man and you make money, then that means you're a jerk, you're an asshole, you you you're moralless and all this other stuff. I'm pretty sure most men that work that hard to create something out of themselves, they want families, they want legacies, they want cohesion, they want influence, they want all those things that the middle. Uh, a middle class uh, or do will want. Um, so to to kind of like say, oh, well, I don't want a high value man because it's money. I want one because he has high moral character. Well, let's just assume that we're talking about men in high earning incomes with the same kind of moral code. Those men are looking for people to marry and, and those people, especially if they don't have kids, and even if they do, as men, their options are a little bit more open than it would be for a person that's not in that situation. And so that way, that's what happens is a lot of times we compromise. Okay, I got kids. All right, so I'm going to have to date somebody with kids. Is it unreasonable for me to act look for somebody that don't have kids, even though I have kids? Um, from man to woman, probably no. This probably could be a double standard. But from woman to man, then yeah. Because if she has multiple kids and he got to be the one that take care of them or help take care of them, then that's something that he didn't anticipate. That's something he didn't factor in, you know, into his equation. So now he got to see if he can justify that in his equation. I mean, yeah. True. But I I think the same can be said for someone who, a woman who is dating a man who doesn't have primary custodial, you know, of that child, of yeah. his children. You know what I'm saying? Because even when he does have that child in his custody, like, say if y'all living together or whatever, like, this is now part of your responsibility that you got to take on too. Or the concept of having to deal with your baby mama. Right, for sure. But the, but the difference is you might only have to deal with my child every other weekend and then in the summers. 
versus me waking up every day having to deal with your children. And when I say deal, don't, I hope people don't take it to the most end of the definition. I mean, just like you have to just be, if you're going to be present in that child's uh, company all the time, so the dynamic is different. And so men, have, they weigh that before, whether they tell women or not, they weigh that in their mind when they're getting to that relationship in the beginning. That's why one of the first questions they ask you on the slick is how many kids you got or find out how many kids you got. But the real first question is where your baby daddy at? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the real first question. <laughs> I I agree because it'd be like, well, where your baby mama at? <laughs> right. Do y'all got do y'all got baby y'all got drama? Y'all wanna know that. Right? Y'all got a good relationship. <laughs> Right. That, there we go. Do y'all have a good relationship? Mm -hmm. And that's how you factor that in or not, and how much that is actually important or not. And it is important. So if we're talking about the Kevin Samuels high-value men, we're talking about men that got a choice between dealing with a woman, uh, all things being equal, personality, job, all that. If I have a choice to choose between a woman that's in the middle ages, and have children versus a younger one that don't, or even the same age that don't. They're gonna probably choose the one that don't have kids. Just like if you had a child and your child came to you and said, hey, I've been dating these two women. This is what's going on with them. These are the stats. You as the parent gonna probably tell them to go with the one with the least amount of quote unquote baggage. Whether the baggage is good, bad, or indifferent, we're not quantifying that. You're just going to go with the person with less. And that's just all it boils down to. Mm -hmm. Well, I didn't, like I said, before we had this conversation, I didn't really know that men didn't pick women who don't have children because I know plenty of women who had children and they married and, you know what I'm saying? So it was just like, I didn't really realize that was an issue, but I do know that men, I didn't know it was an issue, but I do know that men would rather be with a woman who doesn't have children, but had children of their own. And then I think that that is unfair. Like you got kids, but you want to be with a woman who don't have kids. So that's unfair? I think that's unfair. Like you want, you want some woman to take on your kids, but you don't want to take on her kids. Well, because he's a provider. He's a provider, so he know in his mind he got to cover that anyway. So, so that's why I don't really like factor like that, because because he's the he's the grand total of all that stuff. Like it does, it's not the same for the woman. Like the woman, you're not you're not the grand total of all my kids. Like you ain't you shouldn't have to take care of my kids financially. Now, as far as in the home and all that other stuff. Okay, that's something different because you have love for the home, so you should have the home where anybody can come in and get love. Okay, so then women will say, well, he ain't got to pay for my kids either. Yeah, okay, you could say that, but that's not going to really, that's not really reality because if I had, if you and I had kids, let's say we had kids and you had two already, even one, when we go to Disney World, you're not going to sit there and say, I'm paying for my two and um, you can pay for our two. Like who really moves like that in a in a marriage or a relationship? And if it is, that's not much of a relationship, in my opinion. 
but you know, it could work. I can't tell you what will work for y'all, but I'm just saying most people don't move like that. And that just causes something weird. I'm not going to come home with uh, two quote unquote happy meals and come with two more and then have you give me the money for it. Like, come on, that, that's, not a, that's not a healthy dynamic. And it's not practical either. Mm-hmm. Mm. Or what if you tell the kids something? You're telling all these kids to clean up. And then these this one going to tell you, I ain't got to clean up nothing. You ain't my daddy. I call my daddy. Like, what? You in my house. Like, what? What are you talking about, little kid? That's a whole nother dynamic. You know what I'm saying? And that's, and, and that's harder than dealing with the financial aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So would you say you'd rather deal with somebody who baby daddy wasn't in the picture? Ooh, that's a tough question. Like me personally, like, like for for me personally, like as I would say, yeah, but being looking at the bigger picture, the child benefits more by being able to have um, the more healthy people in it, the better position that he put himself in because the kid wasn't meant to be raised with one parent over here and one over there. So now the kid's already at a disadvantage to a degree. So now when you take one of the paternal parents out and throw them way over there somewhere, now this kid always gonna have a void the size of that parent in his heart. So even when he get older, he's gonna go looking for that or she's gonna go out looking for that. I don't care what the step parent do, um, unless that parent just stay gone or they just have a deep spike that they don't ever want to see him again. Um, so for me, I'm thinking like for the kid, I would prefer that the parent, that the, the father be there and we work together ideally t- to create a balance for the kid to show the, the kid that, hey, things don't go right all the time, but you can try to do right by the thing. You know what I'm saying? And that should be the goal. So that's what I would try to do. And if it didn't work like that, then I would just be the best version of myself in the position that I am. And then just try to let it work itself out because I can't, I don't have the answer to everything. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I I guess because I ain't never really been in relationships long enough to have to deal with the the baby mama. It's always just kind of been like, you know, see the kid when they see the kid and you know you know that they financially taking care of the kid or whatever and that's what it is yeah i I don't really have too much input on that situation but at this point in my life you know because i am a little older now and like i said most men have children from previous situations or you know been divorced and have children so i'm open to being a step parent even though i don't have any children of my own yeah um but what i will say and i will probably think most men um, would think this is like if i come into the house and them kids bad it ain't gonna work <laughs> so and what i mean and what i mean by bad is like if it can't take, if the kid can't take correction, and I ain't talking about just going in and correcting the kid all the time on some stuff. I'm just talking about like creating structure in the house where mm-hmm. you let the kid do whatever you want to do. That ain't gonna work because now you're gonna have a tug of war with the parent because the parent gonna be like, "Why are you picking on my kid?" Then it's gonna be a whole bunch of stuff. So all that matters. All that is the dynamic that matters. 
um, in that situation because that's how you determine if you want to stay in that situation or not as a man. That's what I think most of us think. Well, I look forward to being a stepmama and I hope whoever my man children are, they know how to act. Well, yeah, it's it's up to that parent to create that. Like that parent has to be the one that create that because to this to the kid, that person's a stranger, which they are. <laughs> you chose that person for your kid. Yeah. So your kid got a roll your kid got a role with that. So yeah. you gotta be the one to set the tone for it. And then what I mean by set the tone, I don't mean you always have to be the one to drive the action, but what I mean is you gotta be the one that nail in the action. You know what I'm saying? You got to be the one that be like, yeah, we don't want a court on this one. So when you're talking to him, you're talking to me type deal. But a lot of times people don't do that for good reason. Uh, they don't give that up. They don't submit that part in the relationship. And that creates a problem. It mm -hmm. does because you can't put the kids ahead of no, neither one of y'all in the relationship, regardless of how you might feel about it. You put the kid above either one of y'all is not going to work. Sorry. Mm-hmm. We we're looking we're looking at the the fruit of that tree right now. That's why dating is so hard right now. That's why everybody's so entitled because things is out of order. That's why, mm. and everybody trying to figure out. Uh, well, no, everybody's trying to recreate a new order, like like trying to reinvent the wheel. But we'll see. I'm just watching. <laughs> <laughs> I am. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we'll see. I I definitely think the the next generation of adults are gonna be a different breed just because of all the the new family dynamics that have been brought into play. You know, as of now, I think for us it was the you know single parent home. You know, with just being a mom or whatever, and now I. So many, like I said, so many new family dynamics have been created, you know, because you have same sex marriages now, you know, you do have the single parents still, you got blended families, you know, and not to say a blended family is new, but I think it's more, I think now it's more acceptable for a woman with children to remarry and either that person have children or they have more children together, you know? So do you think it's going to, the family dynamic going to be for the better or for uh, the not so better? That I could not say because I feel like, so we, we have this, this thought process that, you know, relationships are supposed to last, you know, com be committed for forever, you know, that type of thing. But I think, and I think it's important that children understand that, you know, you don't stay nowhere that you unhappy, you know, but I also think that children are, or people will now have the concept that, you know, I don't have to work it out if I don't want to. <laughs> Wow, I could see it going like that, but I don't think that's gonna make it better. I didn't say it was gonna make it better. I'm just saying, no. like, that's where I foresee it going. Yeah, I could agree. I could agree with that. I think people' attention spans is like 
it's like how it is with a relationship, like only like a what, couple weeks, couple months. Mm-hmm. Like people tolerance level is so low. But the cold part about it is everybody is intolerable about the other person, but then want to be tolerated. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how this is going to work. Like, I was just sitting here thinking last night, like, because mm-hmm. I, I, I read comments, like, people, regardless of what people may think, like, you can look online and you can see inside a person's thought process uh, how they will move based on their thought process. And there's so, so many thought processes that's just so toxic. But not only is it toxic, what makes it toxic is because they're thinking that not only they're thinking that it's right, they're trying to elevate themselves off of this stuff. Like, and I'm like, we're not even seeing, we're not seeing any results from all of this smoking mirror stuff that these memes are doing to people. And that's just so frustrating because I know like now it's almost to the point where I can nitpick everybody and be like, oh my God, this just ain't it. This just ain't it. This just ain't it because for me, you can answer it one way and have an opinion, but can we have a conversation and get on the same page? That's what I think that's what the whole purpose of a relationship is. Take two opposite people and try to get on the same page. Sure, you don't think like me. Sure, you don't move like me, but we want to do the same thing. How do we get there? We don't get there by fighting or comparing and trying to do what the other person doing and all that other stuff. So that's what's the exhausting part about watching people, just even watching people just trying to get together, more or less trying to find somebody to get together with. Because I get, I go on forever about this. Like women be talking about, oh, well, men, they be in my inbox and they just disappear and they stop showing interest. Well, because you ain't showing no interest. Like you expect this dude to keep saying all these things and then the the conversation gets stale. It's still because you're not engaging in it. And then when he leaves, then you want to put, oh, he wasn't interested. He wasn't consistent. Uh, he showed his cards. And I'm like, how do you get into a relationship with them kind of mentalities? Like, in a relationship, you should be like, what am I doing to put myself or put him in the best position to make me happy? Like, like what's wrong with doing that? Like, people feel like, People feel like that they're giving up something if they don't give a hard line. And why is that? I know that was a lot, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I I think because now I will say this is this might be associated with you know what we see in the media and things like that, but you know, in movies and stuff, but I think you see how this man, like, you know, saw after this woman and, you know, they fell in love. And it's kind of like you want to feel like this. You want to feel wanted. You know what I'm saying? And not just like he only hit me up when he feel like it. You know, like when I say I want consistency, I want somebody that want to talk to me every day. Like, I get it. We may not be able to talk every day. But text message, you know what I'm saying? Make me okay. feel like you thinking about me. <laughs> yeah, but that's not realistic, though. I don't even talk to my mom every day. And I she mean, birthed I don't talk me. to my mom every day, but and she birthed me. Oh, there's nothing. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, like, and that's not to say she's not important. Like, 
Like that's just unreal. Like knowing that we look at these things and we know that is romanticized, and we know that those things are probably like not really practical. Why do we still hold people to those standards still? Because there are women that like if you don't talk to them for two days, they whole mood change for sure. Like if you don't talk to them on that One third day, day, your relationship is in jeopardy. <laughs> like you don't even have a relationship no more. Three days for real. For real, I get it. But I is that it. okay to go three days and not and not talk? I'm not saying if it's okay or not. All I'm saying is, does the punishment fit the crime? Is it the? Do you throw away a whole relationship because this person was just caught up in their world for a couple of days? Like this person was a whole person before they met you. Like your world, their world don't always revolve around you. And it doesn't mean that they don't love you. That doesn't mean that they don't care. It doesn't mean they didn't think about you at all. It don't mean none of that. It don't mean that. But understand, women need that, right? That's one of their core needs is to have that security, right? Mm -hmm. But don't push the hard line so hard because what y'all doing is setting yourself up for a failure to think that a man who already don't feel like talking going to want to talk every day and then when y'all sit there and say, it only takes 30 seconds to call to say, man, I ain't never had no 30 second phone call. <laughs> I ain't never had that little, it only takes five seconds to text. It's that, why you didn't respond? Or, you know, it's always something. And I'm not saying that she wrong for wanting that because that's just an indication that she really, really cares about you. That's how women express their love. So that's what they do. I get it. I ain't mad. But at the same time, learn who I am too as a man that, yeah, you, you I use 3,000 words. You're going to use like seven or eight. So don't get mad at me if I'm not talking as much as you. That don't mean I'm not engaged. Learn who I am. Back off some of that stuff that you got going on. Because in the relationship, I'm supposed to be trying to make you happy. And you're supposed to be trying to make me happy. Not you trying to show me how to make you happy. And then you make me happy whenever you feel like it. Or to the level that you feel like that I want without me telling you. So, okay. Okay. So, if I'm, okay, when you first start dating somebody and this man is kind of like, Talking to you every day, texting you every day, calling every day. And then all of a sudden, it stopped going from calling every day to a few text messages a day to, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like it was in the beginning. Okay, that's normal. But, like, you done kind of set the tone. Like, I know how to carve out time to do X, Y, Z. You done got me accustomed to talking to you every day. Right. Right. And so is that think, bad if they start out that way and then it start to morph into something else? So I got a couple of school thoughts on that. Like, like women know that that's what dudes do. Like, it's like, it's like we, it's like a hunt. Like we hunting you. So we're going to be on your bumpers until we can corner you and then once we got you we'll back off now for men that do that what should happen is you got to recreate the chase somehow to her right so that way she feel like the way you treated her in the beginning is the same way you keep her right that's kind of how you fix that that's kind of like the only way you could fix that like for me though 
in the beginning. Like, I do that a little bit because I'm trying to get a, as much information as I can. But the thing is, I don't try to hit it hard line like that all the time because you're creating this standard. Like, you for real creating this standard. So if you start off like, all right, I'll call you today, but I might call you tomorrow, but then I ain't going to call you in two days. And it's not like a purpose thing because I got a whole life, and I swear I got stuff to do. I need to be on my way somewhere right now. But I'm just like, okay, all right, I'll call for real when I got some undivided attention. Not every chance I get over catering to the situation because when you over cater like that in the beginning, she's gonna expect that because that's what you that's what you brought to the table. Why wouldn't she think you would do something else different? Because that's all you showed her in the beginning. So that's unfair to her to think that oh you're gonna be hella sweet in the beginning and then once I give you some or once I let my guard down, then you're just gonna treat me any kind of way or you're gonna treat me different. So that's why from the beginning you gotta kind of be the way you're gonna be in the relationship like don't try to be putting your best foot forward if your best foot ain't always going to be the foot forward me i that's probably why i have a hard time um is because i'm gonna show you who i am like in the beginning like this is who i am i mean like either you're gonna be able to deal with it or not and that's all put into people because they're always looking for the best resume mm -hmm. <laughs> but we already know the best resume ain't always the best qualified mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Makes sense. I think we talked way more than just double standards. Right, right. <laughs> I think this might be a reality versus expectations. <laughs> well, well, yeah, because I think I think that's what double standards are. They're, it's like, women expect to be able to move like men, but reality is y'all can't. Like, you can do the same action, but it's not. Just like when women do stuff like, I want to make him feel the way I feel. I don't care what you do. We ain't. We ain't going to feel how you feel. We either going to not care at all or we going to overdo it. Like, because we don't, we don't know how to filter uh, emotions like y'all do. Like, that's why when our woman cheat on us, we, it's like the end of the world for us. Like, how dare she? The whole time you got two other chicks calling you right now still. Like, come on. So it's like, it's not going to be the same. It's not going to be the same. And so that's why the double standard is, is messed up because now people don't want to have these gender roles. Like, what's wrong with having gender roles? Like, what's wrong with men doing what men do and women do what women do? Like, um, that's why a lot of times relationships don't work is because it's two men in the relationship. Or you got the woman being the dominant one and the male just like, I ain't about to fight you, so I'm going to be the passive one. And then she wants a person that's dominant, but she's the one being dominant. Okay, that ain't going to work. Uh, so so that's, not, that's why gender roles are important. You should throw out, you should throw out these uh, double standards. Like, as a woman, a man shouldn't be the standard. Being a woman should be the standard. Don't recreate what being a woman is just because y'all have the ability to make more money or to be in the workforce. Y'all wasn't intended to do it like that. God didn't create y'all to work hard like men like that. But if y'all want to do it, then there's a consequence to that. But you can't be soft like a woman all the way on the other side and expect men to be like, well, you said you want to do what I do, but when do I not do it? Like, that's hella confusing. Well, I agree with gender roles. I think um, 
I think gender roles are important because for me personally, it sets some boundaries, especially yeah. when you saying you want a man that's going to pay the bills. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, as much as we be like, well, I make money, I make my own money, da 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 you know, but you saying you want a man that's going to carry the load. Well, if you want this man to carry the load, then I don't see nothing wrong with making sure some, some food is cooked. Make sure the house is clean. You know what I'm saying? If 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 your man is willing to... Now, personally, I do think that type of stuff should be shared, especially if the woman is working. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, those should be shared responsibilities. Um, I agree. But if she ain't working, then... Your job is to keep the house. Yeah, it should be a shared responsibility, it, but it should be primarily hers. Just like taking care of the house should be primarily his. Now, if she making more money and she paying for most of the stuff, then homeboy, you better learn how to start ironing. You better learn how to start cooking. You better learn how to start... You better learn how to start... Um, um, rubbing on some toes. Yeah, you better learn how to start uh, getting that while she in the shower. Go throw the towel in the dryer so it can be warmer. She, you better start going. <laughs> you better get creative, bro. You better get creative. Because, <laughs> but then, so then that way she don't feel like she carrying both loads, and then your words still have some weight to it. And mm -hmm. then when it's manly thing like kill the spider, do that. <laughs> don't be in the corner with her because then she really gonna be looking at you crazy. So right, I'm just saying. Like... <laughs> you better get this damn spider. <laughs> right, right, right. So yeah. So now that things are being a little bit different in this generation, you gotta be a hybrid. You gotta be a hybrid. But just when you better be dominant with you gotta be confident when you can't be but they don't even, I mean, that, but what I'm talking about is they don't teach that in school. I mean, that's something you got to grow up with or have examples of. So, I, I mean, yeah. you ain't going to get it from, and you ain't about to get it from social media, and you ain't about to get it from no, um, y'all to save my life and all that other stuff. You got to have that in everyday real practice. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, yeah, I think for me, because, like, we had this conversation, like, would I give up my career for my spouse? Nah, I can't. Because uh, I need to know, like, I can take care of me and not saying, like, I'm setting myself up for the end of the relationship already. But it's just like. What does it sound like? Man, I just feel like. And not saying like man, I'm just saying like humans. Humans are gonna be human. You know what I'm saying? And can I put all my trust in one human being to take care of stuff for me? You know what I'm saying? When when in my experience, I have not experienced that. You know what I'm saying? So it would be hard for me to say, I'ma give up my career because this man is offering me XYZ. You know what that sounds like to me as a man is that you don't trust your choices. But I understand that though. Don't get me wrong. I understand it. Or you don't or you don't trust um 
I won't say don't trust it. Let me not say that. Don't have faith in it like that. Like, cause you, it's kind of like, no, like a prenup. Same thing, like a prenup. Like, if you come up to a person and be like, "Hey, I love you. You know, I love you all my heart. You know." I, da, 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 da. Although to me, love means unconditional love. But okay. But, you know, in the event that we do fall out, I need you to sign this paper saying you ain't about to take half my money. That's going to change the dynamic of the relationship regardless. It's going to change it. Now, she might sign it. You know what I'm saying? He might sign it. But in the back of their mind now, it's going to be something there. Like, so same thing with that. Now, if you have a woman that got this super job where she got this, I really don't need you hanging over his head, he gonna, it's going to affect how he moves. Now, I don't know if that's good, bad, or indifferent, but what I do know is it kind of sets the tone for you to be, like, not all the way invested. Because if you put all your eggs in that basket, chances are you're going to give your all to make it work. Well, I would just hope that my man don't ask me to do something like give up my career, especially because <laughs> I only got a few more years to go. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. so, you know, yeah. let me let me do these next few years, rock these few years out with me, and then when I'm done, like we we can be together together in the same place. Yeah, yeah. And your situation is a little bit different too, because yours is kind of like uh you can you can forecast that, like for real, for real. Like that's plotted out. Like most of these, like if you were like a civilian, you can't bank on no job like that or no company like that. So yeah. You, you you having a job and having this high-ranking uh, degree, and, and that's not guaranteed in five, ten years like it used to be when I was younger when people work at a job for 20 years. That's not guaranteed that like that. Whereas if you work in the military, if you're in the military, you know if you do certain plateaus, you're going to be entitled to certain things. For, so that's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, if I was, if I was, able to even provide for you like that i still wouldn't want to try to put you in that situation because it'd be helpful for us both in the long run big picture yes long run my career is gonna get us some things yeah um yeah i'm talking about (laughs) yeah i'm saying (laughs) but um but yeah i i definitely think that uh where we are today we gonna see what these decisions that we've made today, how it's going to affect, you know, the children of now at that point, you know, and hopefully I, I hope it's for the better. You know what I'm saying? I think one, I, I will say one thing that, um, that we can see now as far as like longevity and commitment from our grandparents' generation is that, you know, those relationships stayed together for a very long time. And part of that relationship, they were probably not happy. You know? Oh, yeah, for sure. So I think that we've learned like self-love is important. You know what I'm saying? If you don't feel that somebody values you, then of course you don't stay. Like you try and you work it out. But if you come to the conclusion like this person ultimately is not what's best for you, then yes, go. You know what I'm saying? I just hope that us learning that self-love is important is that we're able to combine that with someone else and 
and be health in healthier relationships. Yeah, absolutely. Just as long as we don't go to the total opposite end of the spectrum, going from being totally committed, even though you're getting shitted on, to self-love, meaning independent, I'm thinking we need to force it to and be interdependent, just find that balance. The balance ain't the same for everybody, but the balance is in the middle, not on one end or the other. Yeah. If we could master that part, then we'll be Gucci. We'll be good. We'll be good. But right yeah. now, but that's part of finding yourself too, because you, you gotta understand, like us as people, like we are we ain't been free that long. And we don't know that much, contrary to what we think we know. Mm-hmm. Like, so we gotta bump our head against each wall to figure out what our parameters is. But what we need to stop doing is acting like we know already. <laughs> we need to be a little bit more empathetic towards each other mm-hmm. because we all have trauma. Like that's why we all got stuff in our childhood that we need to revisit. So let's be patient with each other with that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying like take abuse or take advantage of it, but like really look for people that really that's about that work. Cause I'm the people that's going to uh, perpetuate the, uh, the, the race further are the ones that's putting in the work. Yeah, for sure. I agree. Yeah. Like how you doing? <laughs> I'm trying yeah. to catch up though. I'm trying I, to catch I'm up trying. though, for sure. I'm trying for sure. Like it has not been an easy road, but I'm definitely like in a place where I feel like I can now give myself to a relationship and understand the steps that it takes to get to the same page versus it just being like, yeah, okay, no, this ain't working for me. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. So, so yeah, that that's it. And so I, I appreciate you even having the platform, even have you be able to get it out. Um because once we start having these dialogues and we start gaining understanding, uh, then we can only do better we can only get better. Because I got a lot out of this conversation. Definitely some some pointers I need to, to take for myself. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely appreciate you coming on the show and, you know, having this conversation with me. Yeah, no, the, the pleasure of mine. Is, we always have really great conversations, stimulate conversation, that stimulate thought, and also put me in a, split, in a place where I can look at it from a perspective other than my own. And from a woman's perspective, without having to be in a like a debate format, you know what I mean, like mm-hmm. an yeah. argumentative format, and yeah. that's what's important. For sure. So, thanks for coming on the show this week. Do you want to tell Thank people you. where they can uh, follow you at on social media, where they can listen to your podcast at? Oh yeah, I'm on on the Twenty Twenty Podcast LLC. Um, you can add my page, um, Sam Blackman. Um, yeah, but you can go to the 2020 podcast page. You can go see the whole crew there. Uh, I'll start doing some stuff, getting out there a little bit more, get my IG cracking and all that other stuff. I'm just not um, jumping on a, on a consistent route of doing it because I've been doing some podcasts. I have podcasts on my page that you can check out. I'm just trying to do more and more content now. So check me out. All right, and um, Sam, you said Sam Blackman. Yeah, is Sam that on Blackman. Facebook or? Yeah, it's on. That's on Facebook, and then uh, and then on my IG. Where is my IG? I forgot my. Oh, IG. you'll be on social media. Right. 
I don't. I'll be tapped out. I'm telling you, I don't be. Uh, and I'm a business owner too, so I'll really be in my business. But I'm about to start getting out there. I think my uh, IG is Boy Boy Black though. Okay. I'm pretty sure of that though. Okay. So y'all go ahead, follow him on Facebook or Instagram. Listen to 2020 Podcast LLC. You know, mm-hmm. I thank y'all for tuning in as always. If you have any questions, you can submit your questions anonymously to me on either my Instagram at Kiki and with Coco or to my email at Kiki and with Coco Pod at gmail.com. So Kiki and with Coco pod at gmail.com and then of course i just dropped my drink with cocoa shot glasses so go ahead and copy y'all one is one for six dollars or four for twenty dollars so go ahead get those get four of them you know what i'm saying (laughs) and get your get your situation going you know i'm also (laughs) thinking about doing some other things with these shot glasses So be on the lookout for that. And as always, thank you. And until next time, bye.